So I got a fun nerd rage fact for everyone, the listeners included. <clears throat> of the three people on this call, only one of which has not been in my bed. <laughs> it's <And> I'm, true. <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to the listeners to guess and let their minds wander. I feel like they wouldn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so look. Uh, let's get right into the shits because we are dealing with the current drama. We are recording this on Tuesday morning uh, at 9.20 because we needed to make sure that we got our Target exclusives, uh, G.I. Joes. Um, you gotta, gotta make sure you get your Target exclusive G.I. Joe action figures at fucking 40 years old. Yep. Man, fuck Target. So it didn't work <laughs> out well. Joe, Joe, who the fuck else is buying this shit? Nobody. It's, it's us. <clears throat> okay. Like uh, I'm not like I'm not poking fun. It's just funny. So, um, they were all so unlike the Walmart. Did you try the Walmarts as well, Chris? The Black Series ones? I, I didn't. I, I got the GI. So I got the three and three quarter GI Joe. I got, I got the figures. Like I wanted the Ostriker just because I it was always my favorite vehicle. Uh huh. Um, but it sold out. Uh, the His Tank was available. I'm like, uh, you can buy a His Tank for ten bucks literally anywhere. Right. Um, and it's the exact same thing. So, yeah. So I, I, uh, I was prepared. My wife has like a Target Red account or whatever. So I had everything, and I went ahead and added it to a favorites cart. Unlike some other websites, you can't dump your favorites into a cart with Target. You have to individually select them. So I go, I get Beachhead in my cart, and then I go to put the Cobra Soldier in my cart, and it says it's out of stock. I'm like, oh, the fuck this. By the time I got it ready to check out, nothing was available, and. Apparently, from what I'm reading online, and I don't know if you guys are even plugged into this, exists. There, people use bots to, to add to cart bots to buy shit. Yeah, I mean, it's much faster that way. Well, it's of course it's it's faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I, for, coming from the sneaker game, bots have bots ruined the sneaker game, basically. Bots um, ruined uh, American Idol, also. They also ruined Twitter. <laughs> yes. But specifically, and our election, add the cart I think? bots, guys. Huh? And our election, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in a goofy mood. Continue, Chris. I'm sorry. Um. Anyways, so we so are. Why don't you like get yourself a bot <laughs> for next time? He sold all his bots. Oh, oh, like Jess, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So, how did it ruin the sneaker game? I, it just made it impossible to get anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, the uh, online releases and, and Nike tried. Nike done actually a pretty good job, I think. With you know, they you have to buy stuff through their app and you have to enter a captcha before you buy shit, and it's it's a lot more steps to it. And that's and that's what it takes to fight bots is you have to add steps, you have to have a captcha um, or you know two captchas or, or something to make it where no nobody can program the add to cart. So right. yeah, um, I, mean, I, I know. I know Mezco's faced some of the same issues with stuff. Um, that's why some of their releases, I've been told, are challenging to get because there's bots in there. Um, but who knows? I mean, if that's the way this game's going to be played, I guess that's the way this game's going to be played. Yeah, I mean, you can expect to have some kind of protection, like from Nike, from Nike, um, because they they know what's up. That's their business. Like Target selling exclusive, I don't think it's their business. I don't think they care enough to need to like protect them. You know, protect the consumer. So here's what here's what I want to know, and and I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant here. So just let me talk. All right, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I was all in on this G.I. Joe line, and I guess on the surface I still am, although this situation has got me pretty pretty aggravated. Mm -hmm. um, like I said earlier, if I wanted this kind of frustration, I'd collect NECA turtles. Mm -hmm. um, but when all this stuff released, uh, I got I paid $50 for the Hasbro Pulse premium account under the guise of it's, it's free shipping, and it's, you know, you're going to have all the G.I. Joe shit. Well, not only are they whoring out exclusives to every retailer under the sun, the G.I. Joe Wave 1 that has essentially been out for, what, two months now, depending on where you're buying it from, I'm getting those this week from Hasbro Pulse. <clears throat> yep, same. Not saying that it's the end of the world, but why the hell does the company with the name on it of the company who makes the product... I agree. The last ones to market, which I'll leads me to like another a, point, a side point here. I don't think Hasbro owns Hasbro Pulse. I think it's a third-party retailer that they are licensing their name. Like Botcon? Essentially. I think it is. Well, I did hear – so I did a, um, a, a Zoom chat on Patreon. Ooh. Yeah, I've been doing them once a month, and they've been interesting. And, like, it's like – you know, like – because, like, there's, there's a lot of people – on the Patreon that like I've never met, do you know what I mean? So like I don't know what their pedigree is, so to speak. But like some of these, some of these folks are like, like have connections, they have insight to different things or whatever. So like I was having a conversation, and this one guy was like, "Well, Hasbro Pulse uses a like an independent distributor." So like, um, and I, I don't want to fuck up all the details. He sent me a lot of the information, which I'm going to look over for a, a, a sit down Saturday, I think. But, but essentially, what I'm saying is correct. Well, yes, yes, but it's not. It's not that somebody owns Hasbro Pulse. It's that the actual shipping department is third party. They're using a third party fulfillment service, and they own the website. That's what it is. Yes, they own they own HasbroPulse.com, but they're using a third party, which is I mean it's great for me. It's in somewhere in PA, so like I shipped shipped yesterday, Correct. it'll be here this morning, which is great. Except it's shipping really it's late. Two thousand, it's two thousand and late, right? So damn, that's a GI Joe song <laughs> in the movie. The yeah, GI Joe movie. So my question is this: What is the Looking at it from a Hasbro standpoint, I, I, I kind of understand the NECA situation because the, with the Turtles because, you know, there's their licensing doesn't allow them for direct retail sales. Like, you can't just, you know, when you do get their shit, it's in the video game section tucked away if you can find it, right? And right. if you've ever actually seen Turtles in the Wild. Um but they don't have pegs on the toy aisle, and and that's something to do with the contract they have because Playmates has that contract. Correct. But what does G? What does Hasbro gain from having Amazon, Walmart, Target, Fred's Discount, Dollar Tree, Aldi, I don't Kmart, the Kmart pharmacy that has a separate exclusive from the regular Kmart. What do they gain from this? Other is it is it generating this buzz and aggravation for everybody i don't understand what they get out of this and i i can guess it's something to do with hey if you're gonna buy 200 million dollars worth of product from us this year we're gonna give you these 17 exclusives yeah, I'm sure we're gonna give you these items but at the end of the day i, I just wonder if anybody at hasbro understands the frustration 
that this causes for the consumer. Yeah, I think that you are right in that it comes down to volume and taking care of the people that do volume. I, I remember talking to the guy that owned All Time Toys and him saying that like he very rarely ever ordered shipments from Hasbro because you had if you weren't going through Diamond or or Entertainment Earth or whatever that you pretty much had to like Hasbro dictated to you what you had to buy. So you're like, okay, I want to get this case of Marvel Legends. They're like, cool, pallets on the way. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't I can't handle the pallet. <laughs> like, right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> do you want this pallet or do you want fucking kick rocks? Or it, it may it may come down to some payment terms. So I know Walmart has a majority of their vendors on um on three sixty five, which means they don't pay you for a year. Correct. Which is batshit crazy. Obviously, I'm in a lot smaller space than than Walmart, but maybe it's like, hey, we'll pay you in one eighty. Yeah, I think that Walmart give it them the way other that they shit. the way that they operate is like everything is kind of on consignment. <laughs> like you 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 send your shit to Walmart for free, and then, you do you do, and right. then they may send half of it back. Right, damaged that you can't do anything with. Right, that is. That's the danger of going into full retail with this kind of shit is you have no control over where your product ends up and how it's marketed and how it's sold and what price it's sold for. Right. And if they decide to put something on clearance the week it comes out, you may not make any money at all. Hey, Joe, James G hit me up about this because he figured we were going to be talking about it. And uh, I just, you know, usually we say questions, but it's relevant. So he says, this is something to talk about if you record. Not so much the character, but the amount of new characters we're getting outside of a normal retail release. Cobra Commander, Storm Shadows through Amazon, and now Beachhead through Target. Um, is exclusivity versus FOMO. It's almost like we're saying if you want it, it's exclusive. And the day of supporting stores at basic retail is all but over. And it's not just Hasbro and Mattel. Joe KW can attest that Gunpla is going that way. If you oh, want yeah. it, they do a special run on P Bondi, then that's right. it. The only yep. retail regular releases are whatever the current show is. Correct. That that is what it is. But Bondi runs a much tighter ship. <laughs> so like instead of people complaining about P Bandai, well that people in my my circle anyway, like when they opened P Bandai in America, we all rejoiced. We were like, yes, finally, we have our way of getting fucking exclusive Bandai stuff from directly from Bandai. Well, problem, problem is, you know, is when when regular characters become exclusive. <laughs> well, when Bandai does exclusive SH Figuarts stuff, it's a pain in the dick to get. Um, I I. I don't know if they do that on P Bandai or not, because like gotcha. P Bandai is so new, and I only look at the Gundam stuff. But like you, we might want to look into that to, to, to see if they sell Star Wars stuff on P Bandai also, because then it might be easier. Gotcha. Because they do like um, what do they call it? Sh Figuarts. It's something they got like a name for that shit. But like I, I usually, by the time it goes up, I usually have to get it from another third party vendor that's selling it at a markup, either yeah. Anime Export or. Um, exactly. Or God forbid, BBTS, and and not that I I'm saying anything bad about BBTS. I'm actually quite fond of BBTS, but the fucking markup is re, is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's it's like it was like that with the exclusive Gundams. Like they they the exclusive Gundams aren't really much more expensive than a regular Gundam kit. Like if you got the got it direct, right? But like markup is double if you want to get it for here. But now it's not. But I do question as to how and I, and Chris, you can well. Let me tell you my story about real quick before we get into this. I I was doing four sensitive with Gort. Last Friday, when the fucking uh, the Walmart uh, Black Series exclusives went up, 
And we went to Yak Face and got the SKU numbers and the <laughs> website address and went to Walmart and loaded all that shit into our cart and checked out blind because there was no pictures up. And it just said action figure. So we wow. were like, so we just crossed our fingers and like, hope that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we, so we had the shit bought and paid for, I think, 45 minutes before it quote unquote went live. Then by the time it went live, it was already sold out. Because people probably had done the same thing we had. So, like, it's going live. Walmart is struggling to even have the picture pop up to correlate with the product. So, like, you would you would hit refresh, and it would be like, Ahsoka. You'd hit refresh, and it'd be like, action figure. You'd hit refresh, and it'd be like, action figure. You'd hit refresh, Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Like, it was struggling to keep up. Okay. There, there, there are a lot of things to dissect in this conversation. Correct. First, with the with the why exclusive, I think there's multiple reasons. One is obviously like we talk about kickback, right? Like Hasbro gets something out of these companies for mm-hmm. having exclusives, right? Like Walmart or whatever have to give Hasbro something to get exclusives, right? They get in that. Two, it's 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 creating a collector's market, right? Even if it didn't exist, like if it was a regular action figure, like Marvel Legends is not people collect them, but it's not like a collector's market where like you worry like that, right? Where you you're waiting at a fucking online cart trying to check out right so it, it creates that like feeding frenzy kind of thing so you're saying but forced it, you're suggesting forced scarcity yeah okay. it, yeah like to to create makes you feel more like you're collecting something also the fomo makes you want want something more that's that's you know correct even if you think you might miss out on something you're gonna want to get it more whether you want it much to begin with correct well, I think that there's also the question of how exclusive is exclusive. Yeah, it does. How, like the numbers, Bobby. How many of these things are they making? Right. And here's another thing. For instance, one of the GI Joes that was offered today as an exclusive was Baroness with a motorcycle. Do you think there's not going to be a Baroness without a motorcycle at some point? Correct. You know, that's and, and then like the other one is the uh, the Cobra Trooper. Like people are going to troop build that thing. It's going to be available. It's yep. going in some way, shape, or form. It's going to be available. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? Thoughts? Any thoughts? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm assuming at some point in time. Look, we got three Cobra Commanders, two Destros, two Roadblocks already. You're going to get multiples of these figures, but that doesn't stop my frustration this morning. Um, I hear from you. the from the entire situation, and I think that it, like oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say a part of it is it's COVID season, literally. So, you know, people are people are used to scrambling this time of year for exclusives because SDCC should be going on this week. Yeah. So, how- but but there's nothing to fucking do. Nobody's. I mean, people are <laughs> right, literally. Right, 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 there's right. there's nothing taking your attention away from. Oh my God! It's nine o'clock. I mean. Let's look. I know people are working. People are at work, but a lot of people, myself included, are at working at home or working in a diminished role. Fuck! It's nine o'clock. I'm going to click the button when the when the screen pops up here. And then if people are doing, you know, uh, people are doing dirty in the background. Yeah. With bots and whatnot. Well, so I think that, hmm, like we're going to get these troopers, dude. These Cobra troopers. There's too much money out there for them to keep them exclusive to Target. Yeah, maybe a timed exclusive one, and they come out with a slightly different color, different shade of color, but they're going to come out. What does exclusive mean? I mean, there's. It doesn't, well, hang on. Nobody said these were exclusive. 
Oh, no. Those, it doesn't say anywhere that these are exclusive. Oh. Well, then, yeah, they'll come up. People, people just want to want their shit right now and not being patient is one of this. <laughs> Maybe. Like, like, cause, cause I know, like, at least with the recolors, right? That's another reason why Hasbro could and, uh, you know, and would have wanted to do all those exclusive. Remember back in the day with Transformers, like, with all the different colors, it's like, well, they have an excuse to release the same old like five different times if they're five different colors of exclusive at different stores. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think that um, it's interesting on a number of levels, like the the how how you know this Walmart shit failed. The Target one, I'll, tr- I'll give you my 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 story is very similar to Chris's. I uh, added Beachhead, I then added Baroness, I then added t- uh, one Cobra Trooper, and then I added a second Cobra Trooper, and that might have been my downfall. And then when I went to the cart, uh, Beachhead was available, and then when I went to checkout, nothing was available. So, so are scalpers buying these? Is that what it is too? Like, I, I don't know how many units they have, but then, like, do they have a limit on how many you can put in your cart at the time? Yeah, it, was, it was two per two, two per, per item. Yeah, but I guess if you have a bot and you have like eight accounts, then you, you're you're good. Because it's, it's 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 a lot of it is with people just fucking being impatient, man. Like, it's n- not necessarily these companies. Is like you just can't fucking wait. Like the Games Workshop thing, right? The box set is a standard ass new edition box set that anyone can and should get for the next three years. But people are buying it on five hundred dollars on eBay because they can't fucking wait for a second printing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I understand the frustration of not being able to buy something when you have you ready and have the money, and they should have, they should, and like the seller should anticipate how many people want stuff and create that many to sell. I mean, the other cr- the crazy thing is just the level of excitement that Hasbro has garnered. You know, like yeah, for GI Joes, <laughs> for, for GI Joes, for Star Wars, for Marvel, like the Sentinel fucking funded lickety split and went on to do like ten thousand, you know what I mean, ten thousand units. You know, like it's it's insane. Like this is, you know, COVID and Toys R Us might have been the best thing that ever happened to, to, to you know, <laughs> COVID opening and Toys R Us closing might have been the best thing that ever happened to Hasbro, and I, I really mean that. Yeah. Um. You there, Chris? Yep. I'm okay. Here. All right. Just just checking. Just checking. Yeah, I mean, I was like, word. Um. But like the 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 fact that like everybody. Mm-hmm is super fucking like uh hungry for for the product that Hasbro has to offer is just that's a crazy world to live in. Yep. Yep. Um I mean is there any more stuff like uh volume wise than there has been before or is it the same amount of stuff? I don't well, know. Well I mean GI Joe's a new GI Joe's a new line. Right. So that's that's new. I mean I, I don't know that there's that much more. Um, yeah. Something something strange about this GI Joe drop because they didn't they did a fan thing on Friday and announced the three and three quarter line, which was suspected, and the listings were up and basically at this at, at that time on Walmart, and then they announced that which I'm assuming would have been the SDCC box set that that black and red Cobra Commander, and. But they had no mention of this shit. So last night, while we were doing Into the Realm, you know, I just got done with my segment with action figures, and here comes all this GI Joe shit. So we talked about it on there. In less than twenty four hours, it's live on the website. Something, it just doesn't seem. 
I don't know. That's just, it's it's a strange path to market, in my opinion. And then this other thing, like, uh, right, whatever it is for them, it's working. If they're selling out, they're doing it right. They're doing it fine, right? And it's it's Facebook groups. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Facebook groups, I don't think this shit would be successful. And they just put up the fucking uh, on on Twitter. I mean, on Instagram today that uh, they got Hellfire Club stuff coming. Yeah, that's going to be the box set for. Um, was there no Hellfire stuff already? No, because they've been like, there's been like this unspoken thing that like there's you don't do X Men. Well, well, not only that, that you know that was an era definitely during the Fox tribulations. But there's been an unspoken thing about the word Hell and anything that has to do with Hell is why we haven't got a Mephisto. Oh, I, I thought that was from like the nineties, man. So like, I didn't know. I didn't know that was still a fucking thing. Yeah. So that's gonna be whatever that ends up being. It's it's the whatever SDCC box set should have been. That's what it is. Agreed. I, I, and that's what that's what that announcement's gonna be. And, and that's the, I think people are forgetting. You know what time of the year it is. I yeah. mean, this is this isn't this amount of product isn't out of the ordinary. It's just being given to us in a very different manner. Mm-hmm. Is I guess yeah. the way to explain it. I, I was thinking that because I'm not uh, plugged in. I was thinking maybe there was it's less stuff this year than usual, so people are like fucking hungry for whatever there is. But maybe, you know, but if it's the same amount. Then it's the same amount because I, I I don't know. But I'm also I mean I'm kind of I'm just basically at, at at its like core at its nuts and bolts. I'm kind of with Chris where it's just like you have this direct to consumer thing now. You're building obviously everything around it. The fucking boxes say Pulse on it. The fucking the social yeah, media is flooded with Pulse. You have this whole platform and you're selling it all exclusively. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. through third party vendors. And then on top of that, when you're not, they're getting it quicker. Yeah. Like that's asking for your shit to fail. But <laughs> and, and and Chris is even in a more extreme situation where he fucking backed. Like he, like, it's kind of like similar to this to, to car discussion I've been having recently. But it's like. Chris is the consumer that Hasbro wanted. Chris is the person that signed up for their fifty dollars a year. I'm in your I'm in your club, you know, I'm a member, and then you don't get taken care of. Yeah. That that's just making people just have, you know, leave and be better about it and not come back. Correct. Your service. You know, if I can if I can secure this shit elsewhere for five dollars more a figure, done. Yeah. And faster? Right, right. Right. <laughs> Um, so I, I hope they get that shit sorted. It's kind of goofy. Yeah, have you have you seen if shit is going on eBay right now? Oh yeah, they're a hundred dollars on eBay right now. <laughs> and people are buying it. That that's you know silly. Um, so uh, Chris, how was your nerd week? Oh, it's fucking great. I don't know. Uh, I'm just very <laughs> fucking frustrated right now. Um. <laughs> I finished the baskets. I think I was working on that last week still. I finished that. There's only four seasons, and apparently it's done, which is fine. It wrapped up good. It's entertaining. Like I said, not everybody likes that style of humor, but um, it, it actually there's a lot of character growth in there that you don't see a lot of times from a show. It's, you know, the bumbling idiot ends up not being the bumbling idiot by the end of the series, which is... Kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, little little bit of role reversal between him and his twin brother, and, and <laughs> I don't know the way it ended was was cleverly written. I'll say. Yeah. Um, I watched a documentary series on Netflix called "The Business of Drugs." I watched it too. Very informative stuff. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, I, I will say that the the is it about uh, street drugs or is it pharmaceutical drugs? Yes, 
Okay, cool. I will say it, but it, it's it's focused on Street people job. using it's it's focused on people getting high. <laughs> it's not it's not about your business of drugs, Joe, per se. Although they do cross paths, mm-hmm. but the 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 woman who's the you know person that you're following around, CIA and, and analyst, whatever she is. She made me kind of uneasy for some reason. I don't know why. It, it looks like she used to do hardcore drugs. Well, she, um, you know, I think she had spent a lot of time in, in, in um, you know, Southeast Asia, Malaysia, and places. Correct. And it almost had a slant to it because of that, I, I thought. What did um, you say? <laughs> yeah, her, her twat was crooked, Joe. Whoa. <laughs> this shows this shows out of control. I'm uncomfortable. I had, I had to save myself from the rape, from from the. Oh, I had to I'm, save my. I had to save myself from the um, projected racism by putting out projected sexism. sexism. I'm gonna kill you boys on Twitter later on today. That's my cover. Um, I I will say the the one the one I I probably enjoyed the most was the one where they talked about the legalization of marijuana in California and how much impact that's had on. Uh, I guess <laughs> the people who are producing it, you know, they, they show, and I don't want to give, you know, the whole thing away. It's a documentary for Christ's sakes, but, you know, they go from these crazy ass grow houses that people are doing that I guess they're basically tricking the plants into thinking they have more nocturnal cycles than they actually do so they can get seven yields a year instead of four and oh, all the way down to the. Scientist, man. They're fucking botanists for sure. Yeah. All the way down to the guy who is running a family farm with kids in flannel shirts and tractors, and they're making mar- medical marijuana, and and the differences, and you know the amount of fees they have to say they they have to pay, and there's still a huge black market for that for that stuff, right. um, based on the fact that you know the majority of the of the of the country isn't um, in any legal capacity. They're um, Something they didn't cover that I, I actually read several articles about is one of the reasons why the Mexican cartels m- moved into heroin and probably one of the reasons we have a strong heroin problem in the United States is because they don't sell weed anymore Correct. Yeah. in the United right. States. So they moved to Correct. they moved to heroin. So it was an interesting um and they're not proficient, like you were saying. Like they're, it's it's a new skill for them. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like they're, right. it's, it's it's one of the reasons why fentanyl has become more abundant in the heroin use in America. And uh, <clears throat> like I think there was some Philadelphia cop, uh, undercover cop, he put out a, a, a article like last year that I read, and he said that like of all of the heroin confiscated in Philly. They tracked, I think, ninety eight percent of it back to one single source in Mexico. Hmm. Like that's a lot of output. You know yeah. what I mean? In, in my head, it's like you know, tons and tons and tons of providers. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I watched it too. I, I actually, I, I really enjoyed the one on synthetics. Um, yeah, that was that was a uh, that was an interesting one as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. My problem with me is, uh, you know, a lot of that shit, I, I watch it, but I'm listening, and then, you know, a lot of it, I had to stop and try to keep up with the subtitles, because it was, um, and let me ask you that, so so you've got a situation like this show where, you know, they're interviewing people in, uh, and they answer in a foreign language, 
does it add any layer of of realism to you to hear their native tongue with subtitles, or would you rather just it be dubbed over? Especially if they're blah 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 blah, yeah, blowing yeah, their exactly. voice out anyway. <clears throat> I'd rather be dubbed. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Um, I I it's, uh, I don't think I prefer either way, but I just prefer dub just because I'm not watching. Th- that's exactly. my thing. That's my thing. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. be dubbed so I can be doing something else. Like even if it's trying to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of times I put stuff on to like kind of doze off to, and like I can't fucking doze off. I got to wake up and fucking or wake my eyes up and read it. All right, yeah, okay, yeah. He's been ducking the cops for twelve years. Got it. Like it, it all depends on the quality, right, of the dub. Yeah. Like the, voice, the voice actor. I'm not, but I, I'm I'm not talking about a performance. I'm talking about tell me how game. tell me about the poppies. Where do you grow them? And then the answer back is in Spanish or in some other language. But they're blurring the guy's voice, so it's all yeah. you know, deep and mysterious. Yeah, like you don't know who he is. Why do you need me to hear that? I yeah. would rather it just be in English. Maybe it's for the people who are who do speak the language. Maybe. Then why is the whole thing not in Spanish? <laughs> right, 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 right. But what the, the funny thing with this and 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 dub is that I don't know if you guys ever notice, but. When they are dubbed, sometimes of um, foreigners, they they give that the fucking the sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you know sure. What I'm for sure. I, I don't know how I feel about that. So I chalk it up to a lot of the people that they get to to, to hired to do that job uh-huh. are um they're 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 native speakers of that language, so it's their natural accent coming through in the English language. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, they got me to do this dub of this dude from El Salvador, but I lived in El Salvador till I was 28, and now I'm 35, and I'm American, and I'm, you know what I mean? So yeah. my so my American voice, you know, my American language has some sauce on it. Yeah, I mean, that that would make sense, but sometimes I feel like, mm, they, they don't make sure <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I, know, I know what like, you mean. I know I'm what you mean. It. I'm not against it, but, like, I don't know how I feel about it, because it's jarring sometimes. I'm like, why are you giving this fucking Japanese guy a heavy-ass Japanese old man accent? Yeah, I know you what know? you mean. I do know what you mean. I did not mean that that get into a sub and dub thing. I was specifically talking about in a documentary yeah. where... Yeah, in a documentary, or, or a, be all information. Unless they're telling a story, then it might it, it might be, you know... A little more impactful to not be a robotic rereading of whatever they're saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good. Let me see what else. Uh, worked on doors all week. I think we're down to. Uh, what is on someone's bed that you showing? That looks good. <laughs> why and why was it on their bed? Oh, uh, there was a guy who bought two of them, and there was an issue with one, so I had sent him some parts to fix it. Okay. Um, and he was just sending me a picture that he got him put together, but I, I just thought it was funny that. Chip was on Facebook group somewhere. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't posted anywhere. <laughs> oh man, you just sent me that picture, but, um, but those are we'll hopefully be done with those this week. Um, it's been a it's been a grind to get them done, but got a good rhythm now between Kelly and I working on them. So, um, I actually started watching Game of Thrones. This Did time. you? Wow. You must be yeah. bored. Um, well, you know, I was was looking for a show. I actually had a conversation with Paul C about you know, different shows to watch. And, and he, he suggested a bunch of stuff, which I've seen all of them, but I think the good place was one he suggested that. Yeah. I think I'm going to check out at some point. Um, but you know, I, I had access to game of Thrones and I was like, well, let's give it a try. Cause one of the reasons I've never tried to watch it is I have kids around and it's mm-hmm. not a kids friendly show. 
And my wife had said she wasn't interested in watching it. I said, well, fuck it. I, with headphones on, you know, uh, and can pause it if people walk in. Uh, of course, the first time I pause it and Kelly walks in, somebody's, <laughs> somebody's bent over. <laughs> she's like, what are you watching? <laughs> said, it's Game of Thrones. She's like, oh, it's like that? I told you it's like that. So now she's like, well, I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I, I finished the first season, and I'm in, I think, Maybe the second or third episode of the second season. I mean, a lot of the quote-unquote high points I know about just from pop culture references and, you know, the Red Wedding, and I knew Ned Stark was going to, spoilers, going to die early on. Right. And I knew about Old Girl and the Dragons. So, I mean, I, I, I guess it's the anticipation I, for when that's going to happen because I'm not looking up and saying, oh, when's the Red Wedding? Right. I mean, I can I can see it building the way things are progressing in the story. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it's very good. I had no doubt it would be very good. It's it's uh, I and I knew getting through the first learning the couple world. episodes was going to be a little bit of a struggle, and. A lot of the time on shows like that, and not, not I don't mean shows that are set in that you know mythical uh, medieval era. A lot of the actors look so similar. It's like, wait a minute, yeah, who the fuck is this beards this and show, long hair and braids right. and yes, this show um, for the most part I think has done a pretty good job of making people. I I know okay, I obviously recognize you and you 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 look different than this guy, so I, I'm not confused at all. And and listen, I'm working while I'm watching this, so I'm listening and I'm I'm watching, but I'm not glued to the screen the entire time. Right. Um, but it's painting a beautiful picture. I mean, the, the worlds they're creating, and they they did a good job establishing who, uh, who's who and the rules of the world uh, pretty early on. Mm-hmm. I was kind of sad that Aquaman died so early. He didn't even get a chance to say. Permission to come aboard. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just, just a lot of just a lot of grunts and and such. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I, I I and I know this from the show being on the air. I'm I I like that they're not afraid to kill people. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of shows are are very you know afraid to kill main characters early on. But you know, obviously, killing Ned Stark is a very important part of the story. I'm sure it'll have <laughs> consequences for many seasons to come. But yeah, I mean that's kind of its bag. Is that like you know no one was safe. Every, you don't know, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know which yeah. is what made it exciting. So I'm um I'm I'm excited to watch it. It's been it's been good so far. It also gives me ideas of shit to make. So listen, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of cool a lot of cool places and, and uh things to look at there. Yeah. Um, did some 3D printing for Joe. Um, on the, Krista, the PLA. For me. Huh? I for Krista. Yeah. The same thing. It's um yeah it is it is the same thing according to the government um and um yeah I'm out of foam I actually have to go get foam today <laughs> you you only have a billion pieces of scrap foam the size of a regular piece of foam that you can't use man I'm gonna be honest with you I kind of started to feel bad about that because I'm like this shit never goes away this is going to be in that landfill until uh, the world burns yeah. I yeah. wish there was a way to like recycle it or something yeah but I've got like the stacks you get from me, Bobby, there's probably going to be eight of those I have to take to the dump today. Wow. I mean, it fills up the back of the SUV. But then I got to go buy more phones. So, <laughs> right. You know. Um, the, the, the new machine uh, that I have coming is bigger, and I'll be able to, I think I'll be able to use the, the material more effectively. Um, I think it'll be easier to, because it's bigger, I'll be able to get more out of one piece, and I don't think I'll produce quite as much scrap material. So, 
Um, I guess that's really about it for me. Copy that. Joseph? So you, you ever have, like, a, a premonition of some shit? Premonition? Premonition, and- you say? <laughs> 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 and sometimes you don't know if it's, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like, it happens with a lot of car wrecks I've had. I, I, I had premonition about the car wreck before I had a, a, the car wreck, like, the next day I would have a dream about it. And I wonder sometimes if, you know, I caused that because thinking about it so hard. Mm. So, like... I was working on 40k stuff, and I was gonna change my razor blade because I'm like, this is getting dull. I like, I'm, I'm like, razor blades. And I was like, eh, let me not. I, I I feel like something bad's gonna happen. So I didn't change the razor blade, and I just fucking kept working with a dull razor blade, which it's you know difficult. And then I ended up cutting deep into my finger tip, like so much so that it went through half the nail. Like the fingernail, and I'm like, man, if I would have had a fresh blade, I might have just cut the tip of my fucking finger off. Mm. And I'm like, if I change the fucking razor blade and it was fresh, I might not have that been hacking so hard. Right, 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 right. right, <laughs> so, I'm right, like, right. so it just gave me a pause to to, to ponder life. Sometimes. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But yeah, so like my my fingers fucked up. But it's like I, a dand if you do dand if you don't though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as I cut myself, um, I was extra careful all day too because I was like, I was expecting to cut myself. So I was like, let me make sure my fingers and toes are inside the fucking ride. <laughs> and then like something happened, and I turned around. Like, yeah, I just forgot for one fucking time, and that's when it happened. Obviously, mm. I watched Eurovision with Will Ferrell. Oh, I've I've not been watching that. I've seen it pops up. I have a question. What do you think drives on Netflix the prompt to uh, for certain shows? And I need to add something. I watched the Old Guard on Netflix also, which was oh, Charlize Theron. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so my personal opinion is two things. One is your is your viewing history, and two is if it was produced by Netflix. Well, okay, but like the old guard, they shoved it down my throat. Like I was watching uh, whatever I was. Oh, when every time I'd finish a series or a movie on Netflix, it always that it like tries to auto start whatever the yeah. Yeah. title yeah. is that week. And and obviously, I'm wondering like, is there a marketing budget that okay? I, I'm just curious, you know, Netflix is a fucking mystery. Yeah, <laughs> I've agreed. It's worse than fucking YouTube payout. So I don't know. I'm just interested to see how that works. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming, uh, yes, I, I would assume studio has something to do with it. Whoever, you know, they might be giving Netflix money for it to push it. I assume that's how money works. Yeah, but I also feel like, man, like uh, I get more recommendations for Netflix original programming. Oh no, than, that's for sure. Than I do for anything, and I don't watch hardly any of that shit. Sometimes on principle. I mean, it makes sense that they would pr- promote. Their of course, own shit. of course. Yeah, because no, the top, the, 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 there's always Netflix original in the top building. Though I, I, I watch a lot of them, so like my my feed might be. Oh, screwed. it's blown up with it. Yeah. See, I, I hardly watch any of it, and I still get it. Like, like where I'm like, dude, like I have no interest in in fucking, uh, like the exhaust of Ford Explorers on the road in California. <laughs> I don't care. Stop showing me this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. 
But uh, yeah, I, I don't like the auto start feature though. Like, yeah, I like the, the suggest stuff, but like don't fucking just start some shit, especially when it has nothing to do with what I just watched. Yeah, and I told you we're cycling streaming services now. So yeah. like, dude, yeah, yeah, loving it, loving it. Because now like when I like I'm like looking forward to like getting one thing back. I'm like, ooh, like you know I haven't had this in a couple months. You know, probably tons and tons of new shit. Huh? Isn't it a pain in the dick to like sign up and un uh, subscribe and subscribe <clears throat> so, so, every month? So, so, so uh, yeah, like that the, the that five minutes is a pain in the dick. However, it saves me the thirty minutes every night of scrolling through the same shit and passing on the same shit. You know, so like it's it's trading one pain in the dick for a different one. It's trading a five minute pain in the dick for a thirty minute pain in the dick, or vice versa, rather. Hmm. Okay. So uh, Eurovision was enjoyable. I mean, it was like a you know, old time goofy, classic goofy fucking comedy Wolf Hero movie. Right. So like you know, just one of fucking stupid laughs, and it's pretty good. Good. It has a lot of uh, music in it. Maybe getting the vibe of fucking one dance a little bit. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about uh fucking this Iceland dude, which is him and his friend, girlfriend. Thing, they they were, as kids they wondered like, do you know what Eurovision is? No, uh-uh, no clue. So it's 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 like American Idol, right? So like every country has their own. Um, this is a real life thing. They have their own musical contest, and then whoever wins, they put they they send to Eurovision. So it's like somebody representing every country, and then you know somebody wins best singer performer or whatever, and then that country would you know have the honor of being the winner. Gotcha. So and that's a real thing, so like so like it's their dream to always go to Eurovision and represent Iceland, but he's of of course is Will Ferrell, so he's a fucking doof, even though he has some talent. And Rachel McAdam is the co-star. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, she's famous, I think. Probably. Yeah, but and uh, B- Pierce Brosnan, I think, isn't it too? Oh no, shit. Yeah, that one I do know. Yeah, but it, it's it's fun if you want a fun romp, Chris. Nice. I know fun Bobby's not into it. Oh, I mean, I like a fun romp, uh, depending on the it, romp. I mean, when was the last time you watched like a fucking stupid Will Ferrell Adam Sandler movie? Um, or or a fucking uh, Zoolander movie? So not Zoolander, like what has been uh, so? Probably, probably, I think maybe uh, maybe when Zoolander two came out. I don't know. I'm not like against it though. Um, I it's just, definitely more of a '90s thing. I feel like they don't make movies like that anymore. Or maybe yeah, I, just don't I agree. I agree. However, at the same time, like I've been noticing recently, man, like I, I would rather spend just personally, um, I would rather spend more time in the kitchen, like hanging out with everybody, listening to music, than I would go sit in my room and watch something on the screen, like, uh, just these days. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it has to be something that I really, really, really want to see, or I'm trying to go to sleep. Basically, that I watch now. Well, I mean, I, I don't watch it by myself. It's usually hanging out with Chris, and we talk throughout the whole movie. So, yeah, I, mean, well, I, don't, I don't have kids to limit me of what I can and can't watch. Well, either. no, 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 and that's neither mine either. But like, you know, I, even with Laura, like I'd rather hang out downstairs and talk and bullshit and with music on mm-hmm. than go upstairs and watch a movie with Laura. You know, mm-hmm. like I, it's just, and like I enjoy both. You know what I mean? But I, yeah, like, yeah. I would, my preference is leaning more towards the former these days. Um, mm-hmm. Something, if something huge and special comes out that we want to see, then that'll be like we watched. Well, we, I'll, I'll get there. But go, but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, it's just as pastime because like, we don't watch like episodic TV, so it always ends up being like either anime or some some kind of movie that somebody suggests. Um, other than that, doing 
Oh, Floor is Lava finished finished it finally. The last episode was actually pretty good. They had a couple couple of teams that were doing pretty well, and they had like a, a pair of five fighters on there that were like they, were, oh, well, they didn't I, do so well, but they wore they wore like matching outfits, kind of like well, one was wearing a red tank top, the was one was wearing black tank top, and one was wearing red shorts with black stripe, and the other one was wearing black shorts with red stripes. Were they all? Uh, were they? <laughs> they were fucking funny. I I, I like them as people, but like they were, they didn't do the best because of like I, I don't think they had the body type for it. Well, like, it's funny because, like, I was thinking, as soon as you said that, I'm like, i thinking about my dad and his buddies, like, sitting around my kitchen, like, entering yeah. into something like that. And I'm like, there's no like fucking the guy way. With the Billy Button guy. Yeah, that guy. You know, <laughs> he's all, not doing that, right? All of them, all of them, all of them trying to find a place to put their cigarette while they jump from one obstacle to the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they had, like, these, like, uh, three, like, kind of body girls that I was, like I immediately almost wrote off but like they, they fucking did really good they like did better than the bros so they had one one team where it's like three bro dudes like Instagram bro dudes and they had one team where it's like three fucking Instagram chicks and like the the bro dudes like they're terrible but yeah you got you're not into it but I don't know if Chris you ever finished watching that no I don't think I did yeah and then I don't think I would watch another season, but like I wanted to finish it just because I started it. Like I was three, I was two episodes out, so it was Bobby Rule. Fair um, enough. Yep. Yeah, um, been doing a lot of forty k while watching No Sleep Creepy Pasta. Still, like I have not exhausted that well uh, of um, YouTube uh, narrating of of stories, and like it's really keeping my interest, especially with the diversity of stories out there. And um, because I'm streaming so much, and Chris is streaming so much, that like I ha- don't really have a chance to watch anything else. Because if she's streaming, I'm watching. So, yeah, but it. You guys have to find ways to do just do everything. Be like, look, man, like I, now, now, now you can you're gonna stream us while we're streaming someone else. reception shit. Yeah, we we have stream buddies like. Remember web rings back in the day? Web rings? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I've heard the name, but yeah, but that there's like uh, several several uh, um, people in the community now that they're streaming. We're always in each other's streams. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's no, it's fun. It's it's a nice little little fun community. And we uh, we we did watch. Uh, well, I watched the Vampire Hunter D again. Because we were doing that on um, Saturday night on Discord, so like you can you can you can watch the same shit together. Like so, one person can be the host and they share screen share with Discord if you're in that channel, and then everyone can be in the chat and at the same time watching the movie at the exact same time. Hmm. So we did that, and some somebody never watched Vampire Hunter D, and we watched that together. But like I. I don't know. We, I, I guess we'll never get Discord, but people might enjoy that. Because we have talked about watching movies at the same time before, right? We're talking about this Netflix um, app where you can do it. But Discord is even easier because you can actually watch Blu-ray disc or Ooh. DVD, Bobby. Wow, if you, if your computer can play discs. No, it can't. Can, it can't. Oh, it can't, well, actually. <laughs> then never mind. Because yeah. like, this person was actually watching Ben Behind the D on, on, the, on the Blu-ray, and then we all share a screen. Gotcha. But like, Simon, Simon Cass watching while being in the chat room together is, is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I don't know if I would rather type. To, like, I, I'm over typing. 
I'd rather just speak it. <laughs> but I don't. But I don't talk to text, so maybe I'm full of shit. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I think that's about it. So one thing I wanted to bring up first and foremost is, Chris, are you familiar with that book that I sent you that video of? Uh, Richard Scary, I watched. I read those as a kid, and my kids read them. I don't know that particular book because there's like dozens of Richard Scary books. So that that's definitely them dr- driving around a giant Hail Satan statue. That's definitely like a yeah, Bessel Met kind of thing. That's definitely what it is. Like it even it's has like goat, head, goat it, head statue guy. Yeah. It, it, now, now to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm let me give a, a little bit of context. Like, uh, and not that I I care. I just thought it was funny, but like, there's um. There's a, it's a children's book, and it has a goat, a humanoid goat, driving a truck, and in the back of the truck, and I think it's like a farming utility, like it's like a utility-looking vehicle. So like, it has like this sculpture of a goat thing with the two fingers up in the air that is identical to the Hail Satan statue. Yes. Like. It fucked me up. And, like, it's probably one of those... uh, So, this is me, like, looking... Like, just my take on it. It's probably, like... I would assume, like, the artist, like, kind of having a laugh and thinking, like, nobody's going to notice this shit. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't make any sense for a goat farmer to be driving around a goat statue. Like, even if it was any statue. That would make sense, though. Like, a human driver would be driving around a human statue, right? So I found the image online, and and it's – it is – the the truck is Michelangelo Sculptor. That's what it says on the truck. Right. And the statue is of a a Roman-esque dressed statue of a goat. But he's a goat. Yes. With his, so, with his hand up in the air with the Hail Satan. Or what do you call him the Hail Satan? Like the, look up, look the up, devil horns? No, up no, no. It's like the two fingers. Look up that statue. It is exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, oh, okay. look up the Hail Satan statue. I don't know. Who knows? That's probably, I don't know, I've shit 30, 40 years old. I can see somebody having the laugh, though. Like, it just fucked me up. Like, I was is, like. Is it like the fucking. Uh, Penis castles on on on, on, on He Man, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Richard Scary is dead. I didn't realize that he died in nineteen ninety four. Oh, dude, now he's now he's serving the Dark Lord full time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I grew up. I grew up reading his books, and I always loved the art. Um, and my my kids read it. Um, and it looks like there's some and there's some animated stuff too. Um, I I, I never. Did you guys ever sacrifice? I, I never noticed that. You guys ever sacrifice a virgin to it at all? It's like a family thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um, I think it's funny too. I, I, especially that you noticed. Yeah, and even I, if, and how did you come across that? A buddy of mine was reading it to his son. And like he was like, okay, because it's all it's all over Twitter too. So oh, okay, and he was like, holy shit, dude, this fucking goat's hailing Satan, and he sent me that video. <laughs> holy shit, this goat. Um. So uh, anyway, um, let's see what else I did, if anything. Uh, oh, so there's a pizza place. Uh, it's a bit far for you, Chris, but it's not out. It's not outside of the realm of possibility. But uh, we tried called Manhattan Pizza. Normally, I would avoid a place like that, like the plague. Like if I was in North Carolina and they're like Maryland crab cakes, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. 
Um, but I'll tell you, it's really good. It's in Urbana, um, and it's fantastic. It's not that far. Yeah, no, 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 not that far at all. Um, Urbana is, is that where Waffle House is? Uh, I would doubt it, but I don't know. Um, Waffle House, I think, is on, on 40, the one I'm thinking of anyway. Anyway, this is, uh, or maybe I'm one, not, not 40, uh, the one up by the hotel, 85, 85. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Urbana is like, um, it's like a hoity-toity kind of area, like. Oh, okay. You know, I, I'm not familiar then. But um, but anyway, it's fucking delicious. I highly recommend it. Uh, and we got some, and then we we watched. We were like wanted a movie to watch, so we watched Karate Kid, the original, the original, and not then, with Will Smith kid. No. And oh, so we're speaking of that. Yeah, well, I've got to ask. Can you guys explain to me what's going on with that? Because I have yes, no idea. Yes, I, I, yes, yes. Remind me after I get finished the nerd week. I'll get into that. So, um, the 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 fucking thing is is like that movie. We watched that one. And then we watched Karate Kid two. They are dumb as shit and simultaneously super feel good movies. Like <laughs> I finished watching them and I was like, wow, this is not a good movie but it's a decent story but i feel very good after watching it (laughs) feel good movie yeah it really was dude and like um some of it is like the acting is so over the top like uh what was it the um ralph macchio at the end of the second one he like honks that dude's nose like he's like live or die man and the guy's like die and he goes, wrong. <laughs> it's really, really bad. I don't remember Karate Kid 2 that much. Dude, that one that one is arguably heavier. Like, it's a more intense... Like, it's darker. It's a more... Uh, it's less, like, teeny bopper friendly. Because they, like, go to... They go to Okinawa. Is that the one where he was, like, driving nails with his palm? Yes, I don't know if he did it with his palm. I can't. Re- yes, yes, but they yeah, go. Okay. Yes, yes, but they go to Okinawa, and then like there's like this like um, Miyagi has this beef with this other dude, and the other dude's like super successful, and he has like a nephew or something that's like has a beef with Daniel. The nephew and Daniel end up fighting at the end while everybody plays the little drum that you like swivel the handle and it makes the two little mallets like. Um. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. Just... <laughs> I mean, how else do you describe it? Um. Anyway, it, it's uh, it's interesting and like I enjoyed it. I, I did I'm enjoy surprised. it. I did enjoy it. And like they went out, like they like there's like a, a bad storm, and uh, Ralph Macchio has to like go up and climb up and gra- grab this girl off of this tower to like save her from the storm. And then, like, uh, the other guy, like, the, the the bad uncle, like, tells his nephew, like, go help. And the dude's, like, d- refuses to do it. And then, like, he gets super disgraced because he's, like, afraid of the storm. And and then that's why he ends up fighting Daniel. And I don't know. But it's, like, it is, it's heavy. It's a heavier film. Like, and they deal with, like, Miyagi and, like, why Miyagi had to leave Okinawa. And, um... I don't... Maybe I was watching it too young and I didn't catch all that. I feel like I need to watch it again now. He left, I think, because the girl that he was in love with, he thought she wanted somebody else, but she didn't. So she, like, stayed single forever and he stayed single forever. So, like, they both had, like, kind of miserable lives. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I don't want to 
that. No, but it's like it's tragic. But I mean, they they end up getting together in the second one. Like, they, like it's yeah, but they're old as fuck. Yeah, so I mean, but there's still a beauty to it. But it is like, but, but what I'm saying is like that movie's that movie's heavier. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. It, it's it, yeah. Um, maybe we're trying to grow with the with the audience. That, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Watch- <laughs> uh, let's see if I did anything else. Like I did a fuck ton of reviews uh, and videos of shit. Like I um. <laughs> Like I find, like because I, I told you I was overwhelmed again, and I caught, I just caught back up as of this morning. Um, I got your Kang toy one. Are you really getting that set? Uh, so I am. You don't want that set. <sighs> Why, Bobby? Why are you but, talking? Here's, so, here's, why are you telling yourself into buying stuff? Here's the caveat: I haven't opened any of them. You did. Oh, you did already buy them. I bought the first one, and I'm buying okay. the second one, but I'm keeping them sealed, like in the shipper. Okay. Because I'm getting them far later than when they come out. And Joel has been sending me his to look at because he's in on the set. And then I, what I'm hoping for is that the, the combined mode looks good because I like the Except way that. That's monkey pants. Correct. That's what I'm worried about is the monkey pants. And like because I'm so out of the loop with, uh, you know, I'm not here on Facebook, I just saw that you posted something about another Starscream. So. <sighs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, I mean, masterpiece Starscream is that a thing? Yes, Takara th- Starscream three point Um, masterpiece Starscream. Yeah, three point Did I lose somebody? No. Can you hear me? I yeah. can hear you. Did we yeah. lose Bobby yeah. though? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? I don't know. Where'd he go? Can I you think hear me? We lost Bobby. Hold up. Hold up. Can you hear me? I wonder what. Sorry about that. Little bit of technical difficulty. So yeah, they they are doing just like they did a fucking Prime and another fucking Bumblebee, and now they're doing a Starscream, and then I'm sure we'll get a Soundwave and every other Grimlock maybe. Yeah, but this is the first 3.0 though, right? Nope. Prime is a 3.0. Is it? Yep. There was oh, a- MP1 yep. to MP10. Yep. Right, 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 right. Yep. So um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just like. Uh, I'm I'm at a point where like I I mean I was having the conversation with them like I, I the last MP I bought was Megatron. I didn't buy Prime, I didn't buy Hound, I didn't buy B, I didn't buy any of the Beast Wars stuff obviously. I'm not going to buy RC. Um I'm not going to buy these Seekers unless they're 100 bucks, which I doubt they will be. They're going to be like 250 or some shit like that. <laughs> right. I, I dude, I, they think they're going to be over $300 and I don't think they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the two fifty was my like, conservative estimate, but like, I don't know. I don't know what Transformers are doing. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't want to chase the same f- four characters for yeah. twenty. Even years. if it's better, right? It's not worth it anymore. Correct. It's, it's what, at a certain yes. At a certain point, the distance between better and what you already have doesn't match the price on what's new. Yeah, un- unless it is like what 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 what. What 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 price point would make you want to get these? A hundred bucks. I mean, you can, you're not getting a hundred bucks masterpiece at that size, bro. You're not getting a hundred bucks masterpiece anything anymore. <laughs> right. That's, like, that's not. I feel like that's not a fair price to ask for. But I guess that's, so that's I, more for you. I so guess. that so that's the thing is I don't think so. Here's the thing: I don't think there is a fair price for it anymore. Like the the make toys ones were a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, if if they were a hundred and fifty, maybe, but even that, I don't think is fair because the MP11s were two hundred when they dropped years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think there is a a, a good vibe on it. But just to, to to finish off, like the the reviews and shit, like I had, I did, I think, 
12 reviews in the past couple of days. And You're just reviewing any old fucking thing now, though, right? Um, no. Well, so, so, yes. So, kind of. So, what happened was when we were going through the COVID shit, I was like. I mean, we still are. Well, you know what I mean? Like when shit was yeah. locked down and, and fucking nothing was being produced around the world. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I was like anytime like anybody was like, yo, do you want to look at this? I'd be like, yes, because I don't know what the fuck is ever going to come out. So, let right, me, right. you know, and then all the shit started coming out when like the factories opened back up. So like, then I got like all this, you know, some of them was like this dude, Max, shout out to Max. Uh, he's been at TF cons and stuff. Chris knows him, but he lives in Ellicott city. So like he stopped by my work and dropped off like three things. And like, you know what I mean? It was just like, I was just getting hit from every angle. And then some of my stuff was coming in. So it's just been a, a, a lot, but I am finally caught up. I also, we painted our bedroom. The, uh, the walls? Yep. Oh, I was not sure if we're talking about cabinets. That's nice. The, the bedroom is the only room we haven't painted. <laughs> so we we had it painted like a dark color, but like the room was too dark. And like um I don't know. So Laura got like a she's been on this painting kick recently. And she painted the cabinet, you know, in the bathroom downstairs. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. So like um we yeah, we painted it. We painted it in a weekend and it looks nice. Of course, uh it didn't come without issue. So I bought a fucking uh, fireplace, like a faux fireplace. I guess I mean, it, I mean it's an electric fireplace. Amish? Um, because it like fit perfect. It like fit perfect between these two. It doesn't matter. But I, I bought it, and it came in like the I put together the the mantle, no problem. And then I go to open the firebox, which came in a separate you know box or whatever. It's like you can hear that shit is broken inside it. Like, it's like I picked it up. Rattling? Like, you get, yeah, it's like rattling all over the place. And then, like, I was like, well, let's just see if it works. I plugged it in to, like, start smoking out of the back oh of it. God. Yeah, so I was like, ah, let's unplug her. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I got to deal with that customer service. Was. That was the thing I said I might get a phone call because I got to take that. Mm-mm. They call you, you call their customer service and leave a message. They're supposed to get in contact with you within 24 hours. Interesting, interesting plan there. Um, You've got enough Amish people, man. Yeah, I'm trying to see if if, uh, if anything else was really popping. I, I um, I I've been getting a lot of shit and and maintaining a lot of shit. I got a big IKEA order coming in in two weeks that we did for delivery. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting. Like like this stuff, we have a running list of what to get at IKEA when it opens back up. I don't want to fucking get that shit delivered, man. Yeah, it seems like they've been trying these uh these trials, these uh vaccine trials. Yeah, and seem to be having a little bit of success with them. So at least. It's something in the right direction. Um, my kid actually uh, got invited to like a birthday party and like a sleepover with like <clears throat> it's like three other kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, small one. Yeah, and like we called, you know, we called the parents and was like, "Look, like, like my wife is exposed to this shit regularly. I'm exposed to this shit regularly. You know, you might not want to share your life. Is this is this is this an invite that you would rather retract?" And they're like, no, no, we're good. Send them over. They're like, you guys have been exposed to us at the beginning. I'm like, yep. They're like, you're still not sick. And I was like, yep. I'm like, well, whatever you're doing must be working. Send them on. <laughs> <laughs> I did see this thing. Did you um, did you hear about this this COVID party where yep. where the thirty year old died? No. Uh, well, that's I'm not a Lupin. Oh shit! Hold on one second. This might be the call. Oh shit! Hello. All right, okay. so uh, we're oh, so th- so there was this there's this there was this wide reported thing going around where this thirty year old um, went to a COVID party because they didn't believe in the contagious element of it, so they hosted uh-huh. like so one person had it and then they hosted a party 
and um, oh, they, told, they knew they had it on purpose. Yes, and, and then, then they told everyone about it. Yes, and then they went to the party, and then this thirty-year-old guy died from it. <clears throat> was the story that was reported? All bullshit. Okay. Um, it's just like I was. I was listening to the fifth column uh, about it. Like they cover it in this whole bit, and they talk about like how how these sorts of things are happening. And it's just fucking incredible, dude. And then they talk about, like, so this story was reported officially by the New York Times, I believe. Wow. And um, they, like, didn't have, there was a single doctor that told the story. It wasn't corroborated by anybody. Like, it was just, you know, there was there was no, like, the, so they started doing research into it, like, in calling, like, you know, contacting the nurses that worked at the hospital, other doctors that worked at the hospital, like, no report of it whatsoever. Like just total bullshit, right? Wow. The New York Times comes out to to retract it, and it's like this small little fine print on page thirty eight B at the bottom of the. You know what I mean? Like it's just like. Yeah. But they talk about like how the story got, how it started, how the New York Times picked it up, how it became something, and then how it was fizzled out, and how, like and it's just fucking. It's dude. I, I don't know. Like I'm generally not for government regulation of shit. But like, how do we stop this fucking shit? You know, where like it's just no research is being done by unprofessional fucking people for the sake of garnering clicks. I mean, that's business, right? Yeah, but I mean, we have fraud. Driving <laughs> it. Like, can we sue? Like, something's like there's got to be some sort of accountability for this shit somewhere. Like, it's like, getting to a point where it's getting stupid. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. like if, if the problem is no one's getting hurt i guess technically because if someone gets hurt from you know defamation or whatever then that's when you can sue you know because that that has happened before where like they report something and it's false and then they get in trouble but like if it's just a story like this like who sues but there's got to be something where it's like it's you you that should be a repression for sure for sure you can say that it's adding to the hysteria yes you know and as a result that's hurting everybody but yeah, so I guess it would be the state of, you know, or, or it would be the, like the United, the, the United States, the, the United America. States versus fucking Clara Ashton or whatever the hell her name was. So like, would it be? You think the newspaper should be responsible? The reporter should be responsible? The person who's lying about the story should be responsible for, or all of the above? All of the above. Okay, and and okay, yeah. I, I just don't know what the. A, a big fine, I guess. Yeah, I was listening to them talk, and you know they're all journalists too. So like, some of their insight is interesting because you know they like it's like us when we talk about like other nerd culture shit, like where we like get into the fine little nooks and crannies of it, and um, you know it's just interesting that like, you know they said what did they say that like they grew up in an era where they were told as they were like becoming journalists that like journalism is the first draft or the rough draft of history. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's like, a, that's like a powerful little line, you know? And they were like, but you have to like, you have to challenge people and you have to challenge ideas and everything. But it's like, you know, as, as it moves forward, it just seems to kind of mainstream wise, just be more kind of formulaic things that fit into a particular narrative. that are going to drive the clicks from people that buy into those narratives. Yes. You know, so silly, silly. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, because I don't, I don't want state-ran, you know, news either, because that's fucking, right. No, absolutely not, absolutely not. 
So Absolutely like I, I don't I don't know because like you, you need revenue too, right? As a company. Correct. Like you you're not doing fucking newspaper for free or for fun, right? Correct. It's a lot to it. So I I, I don't know, subsidies? I, I I don't know what what is gonna help because like the internet is is changing the news landscape and like these companies are not knowing what to do. Like we're it's all all clickbait because that's the only way you can generate revenue, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, and I think that's it for me. Uh, you know, I come off quarantine today as my last day. So um, my temperature has never my temperature has never risen above ninety eight point three. I did have like a uh, like a little bit of congestion there for a minute, and like my wife did too. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? But then I also thought I was like, man, we like I I repaired those. Another thing I did my nerd week, I repaired those. Uh, drywall holes i put in moving furniture <laughs> how did that go did that work out dude i i think we did a great job okay um the problem now is if you get a head cold you're you don't you won't you're scared to death correct <laughs> i mean and it's you laugh but it's the god's honest truth correct like you know, if you you go or you know you want to go get a test because you've got the sniffles or you know you got a sore throat or like I I do worry what's what's going to happen or like how, like where what the state of things are going to be when flu season comes around mm-hmm. because also like not only because you know symptoms and shit are it will give you make you paranoid you don't know what you got but like I'm worried about people not getting vaccinated. And then you're just going to end up having a flu pandemic instead of a fucking COVID pandemic. Are you uh, concerned at all about that initial round of vaccinations as a, as a medical guy? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't get a first round of anything. I don't get first round of fucking PS5. I'm not getting a first round of. Yeah, because I mean, like, I was. I was like, you know, like, because, okay. I don't know if people know this because, but. When it comes to drugs, right, you have phases of trials, one, two, three. Like you, first, you, you, you test to see if it's safe, and then you test in the bigger audience to see if it's safe, and then you test to see if it actually fucking does the thing, if it, if it works at all. And if it does, then it goes out to the market. But you call that phase four. It's not actually over. Like You put on phase four, that means it's in general market, and now you're watching for anything that goes wrong Right. in the general population. So, yeah, no. Just because something just came out doesn't mean – as proven to work and be safe as you would know with drug recalls yeah i was just uh i was reading this article by this guy and you know he made it clear like look i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm as excited about it as anybody else is about getting a vaccine for this covid shit um and he was like but like just everybody you know if they were like if this shit comes out in july of 2021 it will be the fastest to market uh vaccine of like all time yeah and they were like, just be cautious, you know. Yeah. Like, like, and he's also like, you know, like this because they're they're running trials of the shit now and paying people to do it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, they're yeah. like, you know, pay close attention to that, to the results of that, you know, to help give you some sort of idea and baseline. Yeah, it's it's tough as as as, as a health professional. I don't know whether to recommend people to to take it or not. You know, like I'm I'm all for vaccines. Like I am really fucking aggravated with anti-vaxxers. Right. Same, same, same. But this particular thing is like of you know a rush to market vaccine is like, whew, yeah. I don't know, bro. Zombies. Yeah, yeah. I was um, but there is one thing that I'm um, I, I do at some point I think I need to take that antibody test. Um, the nose test. The what? The nose test. 
No, not the not the. Well, I don't know how they do it, but the one where they're checking for antibodies, not where they're checking. Oh, to make sure. Oh, to see if you've ever had it before. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 not that I think that I necessarily have, but like I do know this. I do know that I was around a positive person for uh, probably two intervals of a half hour to forty five minutes. Yeah. Within six feet, with no protection, mm. and I do not have any symptoms. Right. Two weeks later. And so either A, I got it and was asymptomatic, which 85% of the people will be, um, or B, uh, there's some wiggle room in how contagious it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a – so I'm anxious to see if I had it because if, if I had the antibodies – well, there's a couple things. So one, if I have the antibodies – then I'm like, well, fuck, cool. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm built. Yeah, you're, I'm, you're good. Yeah, I'm built to that pedigree. You know what I mean? Good. Um, but the 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 other thing is is there's there's one thing. And Joe, you might be able to help me with this because I'm far from smart. But like, if my my other my other question is this: if I have perhaps since February, let's say March, if we're being conservative, yeah, been getting little itty bitty tiny baby little viral loads or you know what i mean contaminants here and there uh-huh. you know just i'm talking about a, a, a smidget of a smidget of a smidget of a smidget you know what i mean like a itty bitty, yeah. little itty bitty motherfucker but consistently you know broken up over weeks could my system fight that off and it's over just- time build up uh, an antibody level kind of naturally as far as i know viruses don't work like poisons like okay. you, like as you once you either expose or not the so once you're exposed then you're like and you fought it off like it doesn't matter how big or small uh, uh, amount you get it's not like you you fucking drinking covid right like when someone gets sneezed on it's particulates viruses are tiny it's it, but the problem is with viruses or any bacteria they can multiply extremely quickly uh-huh like if you're exposed to like a particle of the virus and your immune system saw it, caught it, fought it off, then you would have the antibody. Right, but that, I guess that's what I'm saying is that maybe don't, you don't build, as far as I know, anyway, you don't build more or less tolerance due to amount of exposure. But okay, but I guess uh, I feel you and I understand what you're saying. I guess uh-huh. I'm I'm asking if I didn't get sneezed on in the face. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I had. So I didn't get like a ton of virus particulates that my body had to fight off. Uh-huh. I maybe got one, and my body was able to handle one. Yeah, Where, and now I have the antibody. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? If maybe, if maybe there's some, I think that's possible. Yeah, I mean that because you would have a theoretically you'd have a better chance of fighting off one than you would a thousand. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I think something I think about. Um, and, and that fair part of that might just be me crossing my fingers, and I'm like. Don't be afraid, Bobby. You're gonna be just fine, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know. We do have one note to discuss, and that is that Disney uh, premiered the or, or announced that the Bad Batch show was coming. Oh, that's gonna be a show just for them, huh? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Looking for I, I I can see why they're popular and such. So they're more Clone Wars, basically. Yeah. And um, it'll allow. Well, I mean, I'm probably. That thinking, makes sense financially, anyway. Correct. You know? Clones are super popular. They always have been. They always will be. 
Um, the Bad Batch has like a, a reputation, like a legacy, almost you know all its own due to the shit getting pulled, um, and then the kind of you know the the slow leak and burn of information about them over the course of years. <laughs> Plus, the episodes regarding them were successful and popular. Yeah, they didn't disappoint. And then on top of that, the uh, you know the the success of the Clone Wars series that just concluded. But selfishly, I'm like. Bet you I'm getting Black Series Bad Batch now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And like, it's, it's easy for them to more Clone Wars. Right? The, the fucking infrastructure is that the, the, once you make a 3D model, you have it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need to hire the same fucking voice actor again. You got any opinions, Chris? Um, It's fine. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's good they're plucking something out to make, you know, continuation of the story. So it'll be interesting to see where they take it. It's always good to get Star Wars, so. And I wonder if if they have a way to do like, you know, I'm just now just, just as you said that I'm thinking like uh, of handling animation remotely. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it depends on how powerful your computer is. It right. is at home. But I mean, but if they're just like, look, look, we're gonna bring in a sanitation service. They're gonna sanitize this place. Joe, you show up on Monday. Get your computer. Take it home. Chris, you show up on Tuesday. We're gonna sanitize Monday night again. Take your computer home. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to worry about corporate espionage, though. Is a thing. Yeah, I guess I, 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 I always worry about corporate espionage. It keeps, <laughs> it keeps me up at night. I mean, part of keeping your property on your property is so that, like, no, people... I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm just wondering, like, you know, desperate times, desperate measures, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're gonna make creation, then make more fucking live action. Yeah, right now. put it in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> That always that always seems to be safe. Oh, yeah. and attach some nude pictures too. That always seems to be <clears throat> right, right. Especially if you're a female uh, celebrity usually, or a male celebrity, you know. usually goes well. Um, do you do you want a uh, Hot Toys Bad Batch? No. Okay. No. I'm gonna buy it if they make it. Well, so, so <laughs> <laughs> no, because listen, because look, at, I I haven't I still haven't made my mind up about Rex. You know, mm. like that, that Hot Toys Rex is out there, you know, and I haven't made my mind up about that. So I don't know. We did get that. What are your, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on the Anakin and Obi-Wan Hot Toys? I think the Obi-Wan looks great, and I think the Anakin looks like um, a shitty kit bash. Yeah. I think that the, I think that the, the tailoring is definitely rushed to market for the sake of promotion. I can't imagine it would look like, because it doesn't look polished to me. But it might just be a model. Yeah, or like, look, we look, we got to give them something this week. Just uh, like uh, you know, our sewing factory is kind of busy right now. But fucking Jane, you think you can throw this shit together? We got to get it. To, you know what I mean? One of those type of deals. I don't yeah. know. Um, but I'm in on the. Uh, I'm not in on either one of those either. I don't think. So like, what I really need to see is. Uh, I, I, Ahsoka is gonna get. I'm getting an Ahsoka. If they put an Ahsoka out, I'm getting it. Anything after that w- probably will be built around her. Hmm. You know, so like if, I, if if they show Ahsoka, then I'll probably be more likely to be interested in a Rex. You know. Yeah, makes sense. Um, we're still getting an Ahsoka show, right? No, but she is going to be in Mandalorian season two. Okay, why aren't we getting the Ahsoka show? She's so popular. Yeah, no, I'd be uh, I'd be up for an Ahsoka show. Don't give me. I think a lot of people are, especially covering that time between Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> or theoretically rebels in Mandalorian. Yeah, that too. I mean, if she's still around, yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck was she doing Dodge. throughout the entire? <laughs> Just dodging all that responsibility during the time of the Empire. <laughs> hey, man, she she is she wasn't responsible for shit. It's not it's not her her bag. Yeah, right. She's not a fucking affiliate. Yeah, she, uh, Philip Morris wouldn't have liked her. She's a born quitter. Oh my god. <laughs> She got kicked out. She just didn't rejoin. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That, that's that, that right. That's fair. She didn't fucking leave. Yeah, yeah. Kicked her ass out. Oh, I do. I do have a little nerve rage news. We have had over one hundred thousand downloads. Whoa, fancy. Yeah, we got a little. Uh, we got a little award from from Podbean. Over a hundred thousand downloads. Does that mean they're going to fix the YouTube issue? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, but it has been doing better. So, like, that's another thing I've been delinquent on. Like, I've been delinquent on publishing the show on Thursday because I keep forgetting to. But now I'm not scheduling the show anymore to go live because every time I've scheduled it, it fails on YouTube. But if I just publish it live direct to Podbean, it usually publishes on YouTube. So, like, mm. I don't fucking know, man. Um, just another piece of fucking technology that doesn't fucking work right. For for Bobby specifically. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, and technology's failed a couple of us already today, Joe, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Not me, though, for some reason. Uh, well, no, you've had a couple of little issues here and there, too. It's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Matthew Bloom says, Is there a TV series, comic, franchise, etc., that you wanted to try to get into, but there's too much of a backlog and commitment, and it all just gets too intimidating? Uh, I guess Game of Thrones, maybe. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I probably would have said that. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, that it it is daunting. Anything with that many seasons. I mean, like, could you imagine somebody trying to watch One Piece? Yeah, I was I was just gonna say, like, I mean, I I started when they were at like episode five hundred something, but like now that they're episode like close to a thousand, like I can imagine being a daunting. But people do still get into it. Yeah, I think. Uh... I think I feel that way about a lot of shit where I'm like, ugh. like uh, I kind of feel that way about shield. Like, especially before Endgame, I was like, man, I want to, I want to know all the story, you know? And I was thinking about watching the shield show, but I was like, yeah. I just can't. How many seasons? Ah, just fuck that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, I kind of feel that way about the, the Voltron series now where like, I was kind of watching that at first, but now it's just too much. Um, I, don't I feel that way about a lot of shit. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Let me try to take this call again. Sorry. So, um, the, uh, like, there's a ton of them. I'm trying to think about other ones that, that, that almost any anime. Like, I, there was a time where I wanted to watch the Witchblade series, like the anime Witchblade series. Mm, mm-hmm. But, like, when, when I went to Best Buy, I remember they had, like, an anime DVD section, and I saw, yep. like, 12 of them lined up. I was like, well, who's got the time for that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm quick. I'm quick to dismiss something if it's if I'm not a hundred percent in love with it, and it's even the slightest bit ominous. I'm like, meh. Ominous? Ominous? <laughs> what? What do you mean by ominous? Like ominous. large and threatening. Oh, oh, oh! I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like I'm like, ugh, enough. Like, what do I really gain? And I think it's because sometimes when I have done the legwork for shit like that, I haven't been satisfied anyway. You know, like, I'm like... It didn't pay off. Yeah, like, what a waste of fucking time. You know, Dragon Ball, I felt that way about for a long time. Like, I kind of felt like, man, like, I, I, I feel like I need to know about this just 
for the culture, you know, like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel that way about Star Trek. Like, I still haven't finished the Star Trek movies. I bought them all on Blu-ray to like give them a real watch, and I got through the first two, and I was like, I just don't know the old ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but I feel that way about Next Generation too, because everybody's like, ah, oh, just watch Next Generation; it's better. I'm like, how long? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, man. But you, <clears throat> but then you watch fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I watched that as it happened. Yeah, I, I guess that's a difference, right? Yeah, except except the first three seasons, I did have to. Uh, uh, Adam convinced me eventually to uh, he 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 bought the DVDs and he left them at my house to watch, and that's how I ended up watching it. Hmm. Um, and then and then when I had. That's another thing that's important to me with Game of Thrones. I think Chris is in a um, like a privileged spot with that too, where it's like it, it was harder for me to wrap my head around when I was watching it week to week. At first, you know, like when I was watching the first season and I had a week between episodes, like it was hard for me to keep track of the characters. Where I, when I did watch the like the first three seasons, pretty much back or first two seasons back to back, like I was able to understand that world a lot better. Yeah, that's why I mean I prefer to binge stuff. <laughs> right. Well, but then. But then I enjoyed the fuck out of the episodic nature once I understood it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just haven't really perk, perked to, and to each. Yeah, and I, you know, I love, I think the, the, the one thing I really love about episodic shit is that, is that talking about it with people for that week. Like, yeah. you know, and everybody, you're either on the same page or you're late. Yeah, I'm never on the same page. Uh, you know, my notebook is always consistent of something that some that, that was popular like a fucking year ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, let's see. He had a second part to that question. Uh, let me just bring it up here. Which was uh, in that same line of thinking: Do you feel like the longer a podcast or even sometimes a YouTube channel goes, the harder it is to get into it because of the amount of in jokes? Hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's I probably do. true. So I always try to explain stuff that, I mean, you you do kind of want your people to, you know, I guess feel a little special about, oh, I get that joke. But sometimes, like, I, I've started using, um, use, I've tried to start some, some podcasts, like wrestling podcasts before, and, like, I listen to an hour of it, and then, like, it's all one inside joke, and I don't understand what's happening. And they don't explain anything. They're using all these terms I don't get. Because it's you know just kind of the language you form, uh, so that's definitely an issue I think. Yeah, it's it's hard too because like you don't it's, uh, as uh, podcasters because we've been doing this for so long with each other that you you don't realize that people don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know it's not it's not on purpose trying to be exclusive. Correct. You know, exclude people. It's just that you forget that people don't know what that means. Correct. I agree. Um. I think with a YouTube channel, it's a little less for most because everything is kind of so, I think, broadly self-contained. Yeah, it's like episodic. Yeah, like where it's like... Our podcast is pretty episodic. It's not like we have an over (laughs) arc. Yeah, but like I think that like it's the fact that like you're, you know, usually a YouTube channel I feel like is talking about one thing in particular like for that episode. Like it's like... To, you know, we're going to talk about how to build this deck or how to do this thing and how to rewire your kitchen, how to fucking, you know, transform this figure or whatever that like, because it has like that clear objective, you're still able to ascertain like the, 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 the dominant information from it, you know, you know, to kind of be successful. Um, But I'm I'm sure there are some that that get very inside baseball and then it just feels like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I do agree that sometimes it's like it's it's stuff gets said and nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, I get DMs and shit about it all the time. You know, I still get people saying, "But well, why do why does he always use Tiger Tracks?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. That that's definitely like an end thing. Right. But if they watch more than one, <clears throat> exactly, you stick around for a week and it's like, oh, it's just a thing. Um, it's important to have those things to, to like make you you. Yeah. Let's see here. We have. Uh, uh, one last one from Calum, which was not exactly the most lighthearted question, but hey, not exactly the most lighthearted of times. So pour a drink and get comfy and let's do some reflecting. Over the last few years of listening, I know you all have shared stories of loved ones that have passed on and how that impacted your life. I always admired the reverence in the stories told. You could tell they were special individuals. As someone who hasn't experienced much loss but is on the cusp of a life-changing one, I was curious to know how important acquiring keepsakes of loved ones were to you and what type of items did you feel were important for remembrance? Or the flip side, curious to know if you didn't keep anything um, and the memories were enough, was it a piece of jewelry the person wore? Was it an item they used or a piece of clothing? Things like that. Uh, Follow-up question, did you hold on to items? Do you display them? Uh, you know, or keep them tucked away for quiet moments of reflection. This topic has been looking uh, looming over my head for a while now and amplified by recent events. Rest in peace, New York Mike. I think the collector in me uh, is definitely on the side of needing a physical item, which sounds weird saying out loud, but it's that need for a representation of something I love. Then there's also the topic of, sure, this reminds me of them, but what do I do with it? Do I pass this on to my kids? Does it get sorted and tossed um, when it's my time, like I'm currently doing right now? Anyways, heavy topic, but looking forward to hearing what you think. Uh, uh, bonus question, what do you think would be an item someone would keep of yours to remember you by? <clears throat> um, I think I, I like, so, <laughs> so the one that, the thing that popped into my head, uh, like kind of first and foremost with this one was my buddy Brutus that passed uh, of a drug overdose in 2010 he was at my house for a party um in july of 2010 he passed away in august of 2010 and it was hot as fuck right it's july so he had like a button-up shirt like a like a loose like a short sleeve collared button-up shirt and a and a wife beater on underneath and at a certain point in the night between drinking and grilling and sun the button-up shirt came off of Brutus, and he just wife-beated it for the rest of the night and threw the button-up shirt in a corner of my garage. Um, and then he went home the next day or whatever, and all was sorted, and I hadn't really seen him again, um, bar one experience that I forgot to give him the shirt back. And then he passed, and I kept that shirt for fucking years, like five, six, seven years. Uh and Laura finally was like, well, what are you going to do with it? And I was like, I don't know. You put it in a shadow box? Like, You're going to put a button-up shirt in a shadow box? I was like, no, I guess not. You know, and then I finally got rid of it. But I do keep a lot of, like, little keepsakes and shit of people um, or events. Um, my daughter broke – Jaina broke her arm when she was, like, five. And, uh, the you know, we took her to the hospital. Doctor had to cut the shirt off her and all that. And, like, I, ca- I have that shirt still. Like, it's all cut to shreds, and I have it, like, in my closet. It's, like, a reminder of kind of the fragility of, of children. and um, But I keep shit like that all the time. 
I don't think I have anything on my grandma. I have some furniture from my grandmother's, but I don't know if I have like the special. The, the thing that I keep of hers was like this. Um, she wrote me a letter to give to me upon her passing. That was basically like, please don't kill yourself. And um, I have that framed on my wall, and like I keep that. Like just saying how much she valued the amount of time that she got with a grandson, and you know how fortunate she felt for that, and all that kind of you know very heartfelt stuff, but heavy stuff. And I kind of feel, you know, I feel good about that. Pictures, I have a lot of pictures of people, like printed photographs, not like just in a folder in my phone. What about you guys? Um, no, not really. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have anything specific. I've got like a pocket knife that was my grandfather's. Um, that's just in a drawer somewhere. The other day when my parents came, my mom brought me some postcards that my grandmother had written to me and my um, brother when we were little and they were down in florida doing you know old people florida stuff and that was cool to get mm-hmm. like i got given an, a collection of nickels <laughs> that my great aunt had um my great aunt had uh, had had and in, in in retrospect i come from a pretty creative bunch of people uh, my my great aunt that, that passed um uh, gosh she was in her 90s never had children uh, very creative lady she she wrote a bunch of books and um made uh little figurines out of rocks she called them rock babies i don't have any of those my parents have them so at some point in time i'll have all that stuff but you know um i think i think things that people created um would probably be more memorable to me than um you know just oh this is the you know coffee cup that he drank out of every day i i don't know maybe maybe it would be different in a different situation but uh, to answer the second part of the question I would imagine something I I made somebody would would want to you know keep to remember me by. Um, I guess I don't know. Um, I understand I understand where Caleb's coming from. I understand his situation. So um, I could definitely that's a that's a hard conversation to have to to front load that you know. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, Joe. I I haven't had much loss right. that I in life that I care about. Like I lost my uh, grandma and, and grandpa on one side of the family that I don't care about. Like my grandpa died what last year or something like that. I don't particularly care. So like I I don't know. But I've always been a sentimental person with a pack rat tendencies, and I try my hardest to like to fight that to like to the extreme to where I get rid of stuff on purpose. But I mean like depend depends on what it is and how much space it, it takes. Like I have I have birthday cards from when I was sixteen. I have class notes that passed back and forth with a girl from like high school. See yeah. I kept I kept shit like that for years and on a move at some point I'm like, why the fuck do I have this yeah. shit? Like I had like all you know oh uh, you want to trade senior portraits and I have all these pictures of people that I'm never going to talk to again I'm like I don't why do I have all that pictures of like me and my, some buddies just acting dumb from you know people I haven't seen in years or I, just, I don't know yeah I feel I, I like it's, it's a conflicting thing with me because I do get that but at the same time that picture or that book doesn't represent what we are now. It represent what we were at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. You know what I mean? I look at that. I don't think, oh, where are they now? I'm like, I look at them like, that's where we were. So, you know, I'm, I'm, 
these notes I have uh, from you know ex girlfriend or whatever. It's not like I still want to be with him or you know what, anything like that. But it's just a a a important time, you know, of my life, mm-hmm. and like those mo- emotions will never feel the same again. And like, I also uh, it, it gives it gives you it keeps your mind of the intensity of 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 a time where in in your memory you can you can think back you can flashback all you want but there are things where you look at hold smell taste that that will it's like time travel right 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 it is and and I think an item can can bring you a memory and I think anything can trigger a memory it may be the you know the, every time I smell um, uh, brute aftershave I think about my grandfather. Um, yeah. I actually have a bottle of brute aftershave upstairs that I bought mainly to torture my wife with, but and, and I, I didn't necessarily remember that wholeheartedly until I got that. I'm like, oh wow, it smells like it smells like Papa. I remember that. Um, he smelled like that, and he had two German shepherds that smelled horrible. It's things I, you know, things I remember, and and I think in my mind, stuff like that is more. Um, uh, not important, but to me, maybe more important to remember things like that than an item in particular. Um, yeah. And, and know, I, have, I haven't done that in years. Like, I have these really old things, but since that time, since like my early 20s, I haven't, you know, I haven't kept anything. And I, I don't think I will of somebody unless it's something like that that will actually be on hand. Like you said, like you have a shirt in your closet, a Brutus shirt oh, in, in your closet, like, Unless you frame it, then it's just a shirt in your closet. Correct. Yeah, I, I think that, and I think that that it changes over time. Like you know, like if if like um, you know, kind of like what Chris was saying, like you have this collection of things to to remember an era, and then you know, then you then all of a sudden it's twenty years later, and it's like you know what, I can probably get rid of these pictures, but maybe I'll keep the class ring or whatever the case may be. Yeah, like yeah, might, yeah. You know, just, like evolve. Yes. <clears throat> Um, you know, I say that, but as I turn to the right, I see a shrine I built to a wrestling promotion I ran for five years, fifteen years ago. But see, that's important, though. That, um, I think it depends on like how important something is to you, too, right? Yeah, and, and honestly, now I look at it now, I'm like, I mean, that shit's cool, and I don't want to get rid of it. But do I really need to just have it pinned to the wall like this? Yeah, I have. But a- I mean, that was, I don't know, a very unique experience for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, need is a funny word, right? You know, like right. you don't have to need something to want it. True. Well, I'm looking at around at a lot of things I don't need right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, you know, you acquired and or put something. Up, you took the effort to put something up in the first place for a reason. Yeah. Right. We're, we're talking, I, I think I think there's a difference between doing something like that and just like I said, I've got my grandpa's pocket knife in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. And there's you a know? difference between survival and fulfillment. Do you know what I mean? In, in regards to need. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, 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 yeah. I need water and you know what I mean, shelter, and black series. But, but for fulfillment, maybe I need a little black series. Yeah, you know, and, there, uh, and fulfillment and quality of life, I think, is a is an interesting discussion. You know, in and of itself, I, like, yeah, I mean, there's a hierarchy of needs, right? Right, but I think even in regard to 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 Chris's thing is like it's it's such something like it's just like you know if if tomorrow all of a sudden he's like, look, you know, I'm over it all. I'm over it all. Like I would hope that somewhere he'd have a little thing to what he did with Crashbox. You know what I mean? Like years of time, energy, effort invested into something that yielded results that had an impact that left a mark. That you know what I mean? I, I think I would do the same thing for for DMH or um, and have done the same thing of uh, like I you know I did a lot of like club promoting and 
shows and independent shows when I, in my twenties, I still have flyers and shit in a folder in my storage room, you know, mm-hmm. of when we were doing that. It's, you know, it was a part of my life. It was, you know, I book slick Rick and put him in a hotel. Like, I'm going to remember that. You know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, I mean like things, I have this, this tribute here in the corner, but like, you know, the things I remember from wrestling is like Samoa Joe, who's a huge WWE star now. We booked him. I remember uh, I went and picked him up at the airport. His flight number had changed. I couldn't find him. Go to the hotel Kelly had booked. They don't have a reservation. So I'm scrambling to get this guy who just took a red eye from California to a hotel. I found him one. And then Kelly goes and picks him up and brings him to the show. And afterwards, Kelly, me and Samoa Joe go to Denny's and eat dinner and had some great conversations that I'm sure he has no memory of. I remember silly things like that. I also remember being in the back with the guys and just bullshitting and you know, having a great time. But, you know, it's it, the mind is <laughs> incredible. The fact that we can we can process this information and remember things or at least remember them the way our mind wants us to. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to have have mem- mementos if that brings you a memory. But I think if I'm just like um, Joe, you know, uh, if I pass away, I'm, I want to give you this pocket square that you've never seen me wear in any <laughs> form or fashion. It's going to mean nothing to you other than, oh, Chris wanted me to have this. I guess I should keep it. Well, and I think and the that- last thing I want to do is saddle anybody with an obligation to hold on to, sh- to physical things after I'm gone because it was mine. It's the yeah. last thing I want to do on this earth. A memento versus hoard, you know, hoarding is different, you know. Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, Bobby, I want you to have uh, this, you know, the first Popeye doc I made. It's yours when I die. Um, you don't. First of all, you probably have nowhere to put it, and second of all, you don't have any Popeye stuff to go with it, and uh, third of all, it's like, well, thanks, and you'll feel obligated to keep it, but like all the stuff Robert D sent you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cut of a different cloth. I think that I would be like, you know, I would have it forever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, New York Mike gave me a statue of Batman from the animated series that, like, looks great, but, like, I would have absolutely no interest in obtaining that. You know what I mean? Like, zero. I love Batman the animated series, but, like, I'm not in on the Mondo 1-6. I'm, like, I, it's just not something that... I, I'm not into it because I like the way it looks. It's quite the opposite. I actually hate the way the animated series looks. You yeah. like the story too. I just love the story, you know, and the yeah. voice acting and everything else. But like, I'll never fucking get rid of this thing now, you know, never in a million years. Yeah. Um, it means more. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that 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 Chris kind of nailed it on the head that it's about the memory. It's not about the thing. If the thing has meaning and has a memory probably tied to it, then now you have something of worth. If it's not that, then the memory it's alone is worth more. Um, there's one thing I have that like is a point of contention in my family, but motherfuckers are just gonna have to deal with it. Um, and I have my grandmother's ashes, and I mean that's the ultimate, you know, thing, right? That correct. And uh, my aunt has expressed to me that her wish was to be scattered in the Potomac. Well, I'd never heard such a wish. And if that was her wish, you're going to have to prove it because otherwise she ain't going fucking nowhere. Yeah. But, I mean, you would, if, you, if you knew that that was what she wanted, then you would have done it, right? Correct. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> look, man, I'm going to be honest. Probably not. Um, wow. And at least not – and I don't mean that – I don't mean that in a um, 
no, because I'm going to do what I want way. I mean that in a, I don't think I can. You don't think you can let go kind of way? I don't think I can. Now, I am going to assume that that's what she wanted because I don't think my aunt would lie about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I go, by all means, sprinkle her in the Potomac. Um, But like, I'm not letting that woman go. Ever. But at yeah. least that, that's how I feel today. Tomorrow I might be a, a changed, evolved person, and you know it's time to let things go. But yeah. right now, I don't think I could handle that. You know, so like that—that's that's one thing that like I—I I, I mean, it's like the <laughs> like do you own something of of a loved one? Like yeah, kind of. <laughs> 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 what if you own the loved one? Is that okay? Um, you know, I I think, but on the same note, like. You know, my buddy Mario is like one of my closest friends uh, in life. You know, I've 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 got nothing of. You know, uh, I mean, I have some music of his, um, so I can still like hear his voice and stuff, and that's kind of cool. And I think about that sometimes with to answer the second part of his question, also with like, what are you leaving behind that people would want? And I I would guess there would be some stuff around here that people would be like, man, like if I could get a hold of Tiger Tracks, um, you know, stuff that like people really affiliate with me that like if they want it then cool awesome um all of a sudden somebody's like oh yeah i dude you're a hot toys dark knight joker i really i really connect <laughs> with it over you so if you wouldn't mind sending that my way but i mean yeah, like I'm a bunch of uh, quarter scouts that people <laughs> uh, me. right 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 um well dude your darkness i do i do i do think a lot about you and i think about the darkness. um <laughs> but like uh you know i think that the the fact that i have so many hours and hours of content that's so fucking personal you know like that's something that i do like you know i think about death i think more often than i probably should like more often than a healthy person should um and 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 my own mortality and like i'm not one of those people that like i don't really give a fuck about my own personal death i give a fuck about leaving behind my wife and kids right like that's what bothers me um but like you know my kids like the baby she has no idea who the fuck i am you know other than her best friend self <laughs> self proclaimed um but like when she's 18 like she's going if she wants to she's going to be able to cycle through a year's worth of audio of me and some stuff she's going to probably be pretty shocked by and disgusted by but she'll also have an idea of who I am as a, as a real person not not just dad yeah which is fucking there's something cool about that shit I think so yeah well for better or worse everything you've said <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah I, I, sometimes I wonder that because I have not, no one to leave stuff behind it, but for, for like people like you guys like do you think about it like hmm in like fucking 10 years my kids are going to listen to this and be, and like have a completely different view of who I am as a person I couldn't imagine my kids would ever want to listen to this maybe, maybe if you died they would pick up a random exactly episode. man like, your voice. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> but like what if they pick up the episode where we're talking about fucking ass eating or something you know what I mean yeah but it's like it's like but dude like that's who I am you, you know and if, if I'm gone eater, if I'm gone then and you want to know who I am then there it is. Like, I don't like. That's an interesting conversation because, dude, I'll be honest with you. I'm still not sure I know who my father is. Right, because I mean, he 
because he, he always presents who he needs to be for me as a dad as a dad yeah you know so like i hear people like i know some of his friends and they'll be like oh yeah two-story bob i'm like what no like, yeah he jumped out of the second story into the rose bushes when this dude came home when he was fucking his wife. and i'm like what and he's like uh nothing <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you know but like i have no fucking clue who that dude is you know like um and he was a single man you know like from 1980 to 2003 or 1983 to 2003 yeah you know like he, i'm sure he got into some wild adventures on the weekends when i was at mom's house getting my ass whipped for no reason <laughs> you know so like um like, like, so if my kids do want to know who I am, they have like all the shit to listen to. They want, and it's out there, and it's like, and it's fucking real. And I do take a little bit of, um, I don't know, that that has value to me, some way, shape, or form. Plus, they'll run up my my download numbers. So even in my- <laughs> after you're dead, yeah, po- uh, posthumously. <clears throat> um, I was trying to think if there was anything else that I wanted. I feel like there was one other thing that I wanted to say about that shit, but uh, but yeah, man, I think the key is is uh, I don't know. Adam did do this one thing this one time. I, I've mentioned it on here before, where where he interviewed like all of his family and had them tell their story, and then yeah. like cataloged it to like pass on to generations. And I, I love that idea. I think it's fucking bloody brilliant. And I I asked my dad. And my dad was like, Nope, nope. I'm a private person. I don't give a fuck if your great grandkids know who I am. They're probably better off without. Um. So, uh, so I'm. Yeah, you know, I don't have that, but like, I, you know, I, I have my dad like a little bit here and there in video footage and stuff. So, like, I can at least hear his voice. There is something like I have no recording of my grandmother's voice, and I can tell you, it haunts me. Like, I can't hear her, and like, you know, sometimes you can like hear a person's voice when you reminisce about them and think about them and smell them when you reminisce and think about them, and like, there's sometimes where that fades for me, and it fucking it, it brings the black clouds out, you know. So yeah, man, I, I don't deal with loss extremely well in the first place, so I may not be the best person to ask, but uh, yeah, I think Chris Chris got it right. It's the memory that counts, and if there's a physical object that's tied to that memory, then hold on, and then you know ride the ride the wave, you know. It, that's right. Um, with that being said, we can probably start doing some shout outs. Uh, shout out to the rest of the cool table, Shattercast Uncut, End of the Realm, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, uh, Building Up to It, Breaking the Mobile, Fresh Communications, and Verbally Challenged. Um, shout out to the uh, rest of the Nerd Rage team, Raul on Instagram, and uh, Marilyn Phil doing our notes and on Twitter, Dante the Destroyer on Facebook. Hopefully we can all get together one day soon. Um, Mr. Manny. Who I, I still need to get in contact with. I'm just going to keep saying it to myself, just just because it's it's painful to have to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it, so hopefully I will actually get in touch with them. Um, Gordon, Andy, and everybody helped me with the Force Friday, Force Sensitive stuff, and Esteban as well. Uh, uh, for we we did uh, get like our kind of closing uh, numbers for for New York Mike and the money we raised, and I'm not going to put that out there on this platform, obviously, but um, but we did good. You know, we it's a, our biggest crowdfunding thing uh, yet. So, uh, the uh, go to ramacollectors.com. We still have the stuff available. Uh, JD and Chandler are creating for uh, for for fundraiser as well. So, yep. And uh, there's a. You, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it, it'll be up for uh, I think another week. And there's uh, the GoFundMe up as well. And correct. Uh, you know, uh, and Lowry, shout out to Lowry. He is handling all of the. 
the collection details. So uh, you can get in touch with him for that. And it's, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, just, just, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but like, we're like, what is the cool table and what does it even fucking mean anymore? But when stuff like this happens, it's like, well, there's still certain value to it, even if we don't know how to make that into something for our own gain, at least we can do something for somebody else. Right. Um, yeah, that should do it. All right. With that, Flappy Labius. Tasty Tink. Tight dick player. <laughs>